See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. <laughs> I forgot that this computer is fucking stupid. And, okay, we're back. Uh, Where are we? Every week I gotta click the extra button because I'm... Fu- oh, thanks, hackers. Yes, this is Slow Robot Go-Go, <laughs> show 212. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah. And right around 2.09 is when we got hacked, and right around 2.10 is when things got annoying every week. My name is Mal, with me as always. Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown, and this is uh, the podcast dedicated to B through Z grade movies. Z, B. And also my hatred towards hackers and computers in Q, general. Q rated movies. Q rated U movies. U rated yeah. movies. Sure, you know, why not? Um, anything you got, we'll review it. As long as it's like from the 70s. Boy, I'll tell <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're gonna try and break that mold a little bit, but whatever. Uh, yeah, but I tell you what, this week, uh, surprisingly, not not Z grade movies. No, these no, are A plus grade movies to they're me. Enjoyable. I thought both of them were just right, awesome, funny, cool. Uh, loved them. I loved both of them this week. And yeah, so, uh, they yeah. were fun. And so this will be one of those. If if you're tuning in for the hate speech, not then, then that, not this week. This week you're gonna just click off because. This is going to be all about If you want awesome hate speech, just watch politics and you'll get plenty of it <laughs> yeah. from all sides. <laughs> so enjoy <Ooh>. that. <laughs> how about no? Uh, how about yeah. you just click it off and pretend it isn't there? How, what do you, did you watch anything this week, Dr. Morbius? You know, as per usual... No. No. Because <laughs> we are doing more movies now <laughs> because we do have a... Martial arts review program. Oh, no, I'm just calling it Kung Fu Theater. I don't Kung even Fu care. Theater. There uh, you go. We 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 started. We're going to be doing a like a sister podcast to this yes. one. It's going to be called. It's called Kung Fu Theater. It's going to be on the Radio St. Pete uh, channel. That's a like an inter, a local internet radio station channel. We also do the. Uh, the indie circuit. The indie circuit, which is lots of uh, independent music, you know, out, out there getting listened to. Uh, so we're going to be doing a half-hour Kung Fu review show uh, on there. And we'll um, we'll try and get some links going or something. Uh, you know, we'll do more of a push once we get rolling. So this, there'll be... This is going to be the inaugural week for this, so... Now we watch we watch three movies this week. So if you watch anything else, six hours, God bless you. <laughs> six hours of prep time for our podcast every week. All right. I did. I watched a bunch. Uh, I watched... Predator, the original one with Arnold. Right. Yeah. And then I rolled right into the last one made called Predators. Um, both enjoyable. I love the first one, obviously. Never heard of Predators. It's good. It's weird. They sco- it, That one is set... Like Obviously, everyone knows the original Predators with Arnold and, and uh, Carl Weathers. And Jesse. Jesse, the body ventura. <laughs> the, Jesse, the governor. Jesse, the uh, The governor, let me, tell, let me tell you about some of the conspiracies. Yeah, right. All right, so, yeah, uh, off the grid. Yeah, so if right. you're off the grid, even the Predators can <laughs> find you. Yeah, uh, so sure. yes, uh, I don't. That's I don't know if that's a good or bad impression of Jesse the it's Body. A, it's an impression. It's, it, it is an impression. <laughs> so the first one is Predator, and I was like, well, let's just watch this, the newest one. Um, and that one has Adrian Brody and a uh, bunch and uh, and um, Danny Trejo is in it. 
and a, <laughs> and a bunch of other people. But this one is weird, where it turns out that the sh- the movie opens just in there's like in free fall, you know, like flying down, and and like then the chute opens because he starts punching it, and and everybody opens, and there's all these other people. The alien, the predators actually scoop up the world's best killers. Oh, and, and they drop on. them on their reserve, their hunting preserve planet. It's very, it's a, it's a good, actually, it's a pretty good movie. I, I thought it was a lot better than it could have, uh, like, it could have been Garbage Town, and it was actually a really well-made, interesting, right. good movie, you know, okay. lots, right. lots of, because then, then you have the dichotomy of all the different murderers working together, and and there's some of the worst of the worst, you know, just the most horrible humans that, that the Predators could find, they're like, well, scoop them up, and then they drop them in. Understood. All right. Then I watched one called Vinyl Mania. It was a documentary. Didn't you watch that before? Mm-mm. No. Okay. I uh, know that I, the, the one I think is all things must pass. You're thinking of that was the. Okay. The, the, but Vinyl Mania is um, it was a documentary about records and about all that kind of stuff. It it wasn't a, a very well made document. I didn't like the style of the documentary. It was kind of just like eh, whatever. You mm. know? Then I watched Grant Hart. Every everything. The, oh, from the drummer from Husker Du. The music, life, and times of Grant Hart. Oh, wow. That's interesting. Uh, yeah, it was all right. I don't know. It wasn't... Um, I'm surprised they made a documentary about him. Yeah. The, and the, also... Bob Mould was the guy who writes all the songs, but that's cool. I used to... I liked Husker Du. So. I liked Husker Du as well. Um, I don't know how to say this without really sounding like a jerk. He... He struck me as someone who was told he was important his whole life, but he's just a regular jerk. Like, oh. everything he st- said was kind of, like, filled with, like, that uh, oh, bullshitty talk and ultra-grandiose. He'd said things in, like, ways that was, like, Jesus came down from on high and said well, it, you know. there's a lot of guys that do And that. you're like, look, Henry man. Henry Rollins. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh. <laughs> you're like, look, man, you're just a drummer from just... He was just a good other- drummer. Oh, he was a great drummer. And he I, was a great drummer. And I'm not... That's what I mean. It sounds so hard not to sound like a jerk or douchey when but I'm it, saying but it, but... it's interesting that they made a documentary about Grant Hart. Is it on Amazon, or is it... Where'd you find oh, it? Oh, where did I see it? Was it Netflix, Amazon? It, it was Amazon Prime, yeah. Oh, wow. And I watched... It, like, like I said... It, he, cause he talked, cause then he he was in Husker Du, and then he he became a junkie, like uh, all these guys bad. did. So that yeah. now he has like that kind of mush brain going on, but he's doing artwork, and you know it's like eh, whatever, you know. And, and, and again, it was interesting enough that I kept watching it, but a lot of the times when he was talking, I was just like, whatever, dude. You know, like if you if you listen to someone who who's uh, yeah, I know what you mean. We knew somebody from our from from yeah, from, yeah, from yeah, the yeah, Widget yeah. Factory that kind of spoke the same way, like. Very grandiose, even though you're like, look, man, you're Was talking sh- about a sandwich. Is he short? Shut up. Yeah. yeah I so, know what you're talking about. But, but whatever. So, uh, it's, if but you, at least Grant Hart accomplished something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I mean. Like, it's easy no, no for me to, it's easier for me to cast stones. He did a lot of stuff in his life. So he became I, you know, very he, well known oh, in yeah, certain circles. You know. Well, he's good. He's, he's a mean, great drummer. I mean, Hoosier got to be pretty well known, and then they just decided to break up because, you know, Bob Mould. And it got too much. You could yeah. tell it kind of got to... They had a lot of the clips from back then where they had a lot of clips of them playing, which was great. And then they had a lot of clips of just like, oh, I don't know. Arguments within the band. Yeah, yeah. that kind of stuff. And then they showed it. He, he, I guess he lost his whole house um, from a fire and stuff like that. So it was, uh, it was for some tragedy. Interesting, from, uh, yeah, though. Interesting stuff. All right, that's it. We're going to go to some uh, to a trailer break, and then when we come back, it's our Movies Du Jour. Does that mean two? 
It means mayonnaise, I think. No, uh, uh, that that fancy mustard, du jour. Poupon. Pardon me, do you have any du jour? Yeah, du jour, no, that's yeah. That's not true at all. It's all. And other lies. I'm a sophisticated sex robot sent back through time to change the future for one lucky lady. Trapped. 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 <laughs> They're traps in a whirlpool of shrieking fear. From the most fiendish idea ever conceived by the human brain. The brainiac. Ameth has a friend. She was beautiful, desirable, and not altogether human. The curse of the crying women. Together they will trap you in a world of horror. But if you live through it, Never forget the brainiac and the curse of the crying women. Call her Shanty Trent. Who is she? Where did she come from? How did she get the name of Shanty Trent? Meet her friends, booted, buckled, and revved for action. Burning the highways with terror, always one step ahead of the fuzz, are the friends of Shanty Trent. This unusual and abnormal motion picture makes those Swedish movies look like a Sunday school show. From the swamp-infested backwoods of Georgia comes the story of a lust-loving tramp. Born broke. She found a way to make money. She loved them all. That's Shanty Tramp. Teenagers will not be permitted to see Shanty Tramp without the written permission of their parents. Special uniform police will supervise admissions. That's it, man. Game over, man. It's game over. Last year, a motion picture captured the world's imagination and broke box office records. Its title was Rocky. Its star was Sylvester Stallone. Years before Rocky was made, Stallone was broke, hungry, and living in a bus station. So he took off all his clothes and made an X-rated movie. Its title, The Italian Stallion. See what a superstar did for 200 bucks when he was starving. The Italian Stallion, starring Sylvester Stallone and Suzette Summers, Rated X from Tantamount Pictures. Of course, I didn't curse because that's my mom. Anyway, yeah. hey, all right. So there were those, and now it's this time. What are we? What, what are we going to talk to about first? Let's talk. Let's go to Mars first. Flight to Mars, 1951's Flight to Mars. I got a color copy of it. Yeah, I don't know if this is black and white. Yeah, or no, not. it was made in some primitive shot in some primitive color. Beautiful. Yeah, a, and th- you know what? This movie made me want to go to Mars. I the love women this all movie. have long legs and wear hot pants and mini skirts Look, in 1950. I want to go there now. Now I had to. <laughs> I had to tell didn't you. Didn't want to go before. I haven't seen short uh, skirts that short since Korea. Now, this was is a, 1951. This movie too. I'll tell a uh, little little I'll grandiose story here. Uh, I was. <laughs> you and Grand. When Mark. I was grow when I was growing up. I was hitting the. Uh, it was in the eighties when I was my teen years, my uh, hitting puberty, whatever. Yeah. Mini skirts were kind of big, you know, but 
they were American miniskirts, which weren't that many. I didn't no. realize this at the time, but they had high heels, and had, you know that was yeah, kind of yeah, like yeah. that was the late seventies, early eighties yeah, with that yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. I went to Korea really? for, for a year in two thousand eleven, uh-huh. and I had never seen. <laughs> I have never in my life seen high heels or shirt score. Uh, uh, Short uh, skirts, skirts that that short. Wow! I've seen thicker ties than I've seen uh, skirts. Really? Wow! Wow! Like wow. crazy. You look at it and you're like, how are things not hanging out? You That's mean, like, like those K-pop girls. Well, like and any girl that wants to be fashionable. Wow! And that's what I mean. Like you're looking. I was like. Wait, what? And it was that was the style. <laughs> now again, I'm sure people are gonna go there. They're gonna listen to this, and they'll be like, they're gonna be going. They're there. gonna be like 2020, and they'll be listening to this, and they'll be like, "Tell that idiot talking about." <laughs> that was in fashion in 2011. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what it is even now. It, it probably has changed and everything. You know, yeah, now more, it could be like but uh, long, long like robes. But anyway, yeah. when I was there, honestly, Dallin monk robes. Honestly, it, I was not sure how things weren't hanging out. How, you know, um, maybe they didn't have things. Uh, I, um, <laughs> I don't know. Whoa, wow, oh, maybe they're, they're like dolls. Like even yeah, they're, they're like, like Barbie dolls. dolls. There's yeah, nothing there. Yeah, okay. there's nothing there. Like Barbie dolls. That would explain it. Now, flash forward to last two days ago when I'm watching Flight to Mars from 1951. All I do, I I, I just see like legs yes. that look like they're about a mile high. I know. And I was like, boy, what? Is, <laughs> am I in Korea? I was having flashbacks from my time in Korea. You're like, oh my god. Uh, so yeah, that legs, was legs just took over this movie. You she know? got legs. It took over this movie. This movie's like all about like long legs. So ZZ Top's were, were sitting at a bar one night and having shots of their whiskey this or tequila. Movie came on. This movie came on it, and he penned this song. Yeah, I'm, I'm that has no fact behind it, but I'm gonna call it the truth. Yeah. So anyway, what is this? Flight to Mars is a very, very solidly written classic. 50s sci-fi this is the this is like the sci-fi you know we had no concept of space we had no concept of how to fly there so you had people just in their bomber jackets and no helmets and let's go to space yeah put a strap on your seatbelt get in your like recliner and let's go to space the other thing i was very appreciative of the movie got to it. 70 Four, minutes baby and three minutes in you're on the Mar- you're on the ship to mars the guy like he he goes yeah. into the rocket the concierge lives the, the 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 steps away from it see you later yeah. closes the door boom boom done. push the button it's time to go to mars now that's how all movies should be <laughs> just get to the point man let's skip the bs and get to it you i know? don't want to see too much acting a little bit here i don't want to see no no, like side plots. Just let's get to the movie. <laughs> exactly. Let's get to Mars. Let's get, have the conflict and let's come back let's home. Get to the interesting part, which would be you legs. don't go to a flight to Mars to listen to someone talk about science gobbledygook and talk about his lost love. Get to the flight, and that's what this movie did. And you're like, wow, delivering on the goods. Boom, right it, there. It's just like there it, we are, Mars. Just slaps you in the face. Mars. Here we go. <laughs> this was this was one of the earliest Cameron Mitchell. Movies. He's a young man. You know, he yeah. went on to do like hundreds of other, you know, great exploitation movies. But this was an early one, and uh, like we said, it was an early form of color from 1951. It was going. When I was watching, I thought it was tinted. 
I thought it was colorized, but then I, I was like, I thought it was no. colorized too, but no, it wasn't. I read it; it wasn't. The reds were too strong, but it was like, it was almost looked like it was tinted. The colors were a little like blandy on the sides, and but it, it was, wasn't. It was like that. The, like the colors were like ultra color, like ultra vibrant, even though they weren't. Like the blue was like cyan. Yeah, blue, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. and like, the yellow was like boom. And you're like, wow, this is weird. And you know, and you know what I noticed about this movie too? It was really nicely designed. The ships, oh, the everything. ships were like the classic archetype. And then there was there were shots that were done where the where the architecture and the shadows really worked together. It was really nice, a nice looking movie. I was surprised. I thought this was going to be a bore fest. I was like, oh, early 50s sci-fi. This is going to be like. Guys and you know uh, their spacesuits and like you know the doing the old Star Trek shaking the chairs and the right. ships. No, this was uh, enjoyable. They did a little bit of that when they were trying to do something. Everyone heavily oh, yeah, yeah, leaned yeah, yeah, left yeah, and right, yeah, but that yeah. was expected of the yeah, time. Yeah, that's expected. Yeah, that's the classic and, uh, shot. Yeah. Well, and that's what happened when I was reading this synopsis because I actually like kind of was I had a few candidates in my mind and I was like looking at it and I was and I read the synopsis and I was like, okay. This is something. It's not like, oh, the, the whole story arc is, now the ship's broke, let's get back. Oh, we fixed the ship, now we're back. Like, they get there, and that's where the, the story unfolds. That's where, like, things happen. And I was like, well, I'm picking this one. Because most of the time they get there, there's one bad guy or a rock monster or something. Oh, well, like we beat that. Monster. I did too, but <laughs> and let's go, you know. So this is very different in that the story was, first it was the the... the are we going to make it and how hard it was to get there then they get there the guy augers it into the side of a mountain just because yeah. there's they, no landing basically there anymore. The, basically when they get to Mars and they get, they, they, they go through all these meteor storms right and they have all these problems they lose contact with Earth they pretty much yeah. think that they're like lost it's a, they're lost you know they're never going to find Earth again they're going to die in space yep there's, there's there's also like a little bit of tension because there's like the scientists female scientists and the male scientists were like romantically linked, but somehow or another he's kind of like he's moved on. standoffish yeah, or moved on. He he friend zoned her while she was still in love with her for three yeah, years. Right. Yeah, right. So Cameron Mitchell being like the reporter on there who wants to talk, you know, super tough guy. And yeah. and, and, and you know, put has the hots on her, but she's like kind of like standoffish or whatever. She's like, mm. well, no, I'm still in love with. You know, like Brainiac over here, but he's <laughs> yeah. like, I don't know, he's on some other, you know, like you Trip. said, friend, he friended her or whatever, you yeah. know. So there's that. The going rare on. male friend zoning. That, that's yeah. a rarity. I mean, usually it's the women keep the friend zoning to the. To yeah, their, yeah, right. That's right. their move. So he yeah, was like, yeah. boom, yeah, oh, like, boom. Early retro re- a reversal, you know. So they end up getting the Mars somehow or another. I forgot mm. what it was. And then Mars is basically a painting at first because uh. when they when they go into crash land, you see, oh, we're headed in. They see like a little painting of like rocks or whatever. I'm going like, oh, well, that's kind of you know. Yeah, and he, it's he, kind of interesting. Just like, and he just slams it in the side of a mountain. And just like, oh well, good thing we got out. It was an avalanche there, you know. And then they get out in their like bomber jackets and yeah, and they had like the they had those old gas masks on that the guys used to use in the B, the the B seventeen like in, when they were in the death globe, you know, like the the that little gunnery. Nowadays they use those gas masks for bongs. Yeah, hits, well, if you, if if you go to Miami, you do. Yeah. So uh, I'm going yeah. to Miami. So, <laughs> yeah, right. so one of the other things that was really cool about it, I like this very much. They had a system for re- they knew they were going to get out of contact. So they had a system to report back to Earth where they they put all their stuff into a, like a little tube and they shot it back down to Earth like they fired it like a missile back to kind Earth. Kind of like when you go to the bank and you put your pay slip and and it, and it flies around. Well, this is the other one, but they shot it and then they would go recover these cylinders and that's how they were getting their updates. And I was like, that's kind of neat. 
very you never saw anything. I don't think it would work, but it was you never saw anything like it before, you know. So it was pretty interesting. So they get to Mars and then they're like looking around. All of a sudden, like the race of colorful. There's like buildings, and they're like, "Well, this is weird. There's a building. Yeah, yeah, That's right. cool. There are yeah. people here." And there are people there, and they live underground. And I can't remember how they got there, but I don't know if they were like natives to the planet or whatever. But yeah. they speak perfect English, and they look like they've human. been receiving our. That's our, right. They've been receiving our radio uh, broadcasts for years. For and years. Studying yeah. it. So they, yeah, like they, the Jack Benny show and, yeah. you know, all those other radio <laughs> To the moon, Alice. Yeah, no, right, yeah. the honeymooners. Yeah, so they, so they know it. They couldn't reply back, but whatever. So, hey, come on in. So they're very welcoming, and it's one of those things where you're like, you're a little too eager to get us in here, but whatever, you know. And the chicks are all hot, and the guys are all like old dudes, so you could probably get some, you know, easily if yeah. you're a young guy. You well, know. plus they got the I'm from Earth angle that they're shooting. <laughs> yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm a stranger yeah, I'm from, in a out of land. town, yeah. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm on shore leave, you <laughs> I'm know. I'm on shore leave, yeah. <laughs> so, but they're, and they're very nice, but then immediately, as soon as they go to their resting, to go rest, you find out that they're actually they're running out of this the the material. They live underground. They live underground. <coughs> and they're running out of the material that they use to make water and air. It's co- yeah, it was, ca- it's not cadmium, well, but it's something like yeah, that. Like yeah, yeah, and they're, and they're saying they make their food and all that through hydroponics. Now, hydroponics yeah. are used for different things these days. Yeah. Things that you smoke <laughs> that get you really wacky. But you know, back yeah. in on Mars, they used it for. Uh, for for uh, food, so good for them. Yeah. Good on them. You know. So yeah, so they, so they got it all figured out. They yep. got like plants. They got like you know meat. They make all sorts of stuff, and everybody's like, when the when the humans get there, they go, oh my god, this is great. I love it. You know, yeah. the food comes out of the wall. Yeah, and they want to stay there. But then you then you hear the High Council of Mars talking when they're all asleep, and it turns out they're running out of the stuff that makes stuff. So they're gonna they're gonna let them fix the ship. They're going to help them fix the ship. Then they're going to put them in jail. Then they're going to invade nice. Earth and take over Earth. Nice. And they're like, well, that's that sucks. But not them. everybody's bad. Nope. That's only like the high then minister, the, most sinister, or whatever. There's a there's a there's the a Mars good, underground resistance. You know? Yeah, there's a girl scientist who fall ends up falling for like you know brainiac. Let's just call her legs or Yowza. Yeah, yeah, pick whichever yeah. one you want to pick. Yeah, you know? Marguerite Chapman. Yeah. And then her, I think, I don't know if it's her father or whatever. He's like a good councilman or whatever. Uh-huh. He's so they're kind of like, they're they're they they don't know this yet that they're gonna pull that stunt on, but they help them fix the ship. And then when they find out about it, then they're kind of they're like, sympathetic to Earth's uh, Earth people. You know, they're, yeah, they're like, right. oh, we're not gonna, you know, we don't want that to happen. So they just they kind of help them. Uh, shenanigans it out of there, you know. Yeah, basically, yeah. So, so you, this is where the love triangle starts to blossom, because right. the 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 uh, the Earth scientist is like sad now because she lost her love. She, but because uh, legs came in and Yowza hurt, Yowza yeah, right, herself right yeah. into his heart. So he loves her. She's there swooning around and crying and. Then the Cameron Mitchell is the reporter. He's sitting there playing cards. He's like rebound guy, like solitaire, but yeah. yeah. Um, and then and then they just start. They're working on the ship. And then what they do is they're like, well, they fi- they found out about this plan. So then they're like, well, what we're gonna do is first they gave him four weeks to go. Well, I need four weeks to fix it. So then the girl goes, I think you can do it in two weeks and right. kind of like hightail it out of here on the DL, you know. So should they go, yeah, good plan, good plan or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so he goes. And then the guy goes, well, I want to take you with me, you know, uh, whatever, Alita or whatever her name was. Yowza. No, you, I think her name yeah, was Yowza. No, he goes, no, but you got to take, you know, the councilman or her dad. I don't know if it was her dad or not. You got to take mm-hmm. him because we can go to Earth. Because the plan was that the Martians were going to go to Earth 
and start all over again. But if they go to Earth, they could start like an invasion or whatever. Because mm-hmm. oh my God, Martians! But their plan was to go. Their plan was to, to be Earth. diplomatic about it and say, "Let us live someplace." But then the other the other people were like, "No, we're just going to go there and take it." Cause yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah, move forward a little bit. No, it's okay. I'm good. Yeah. Uh, so then the um. Yeah, so basically then they're like, well, they're going to just d- wage war, so we're splitting. So then they, they kind of, they lied to the people working on it, and they accelerated it. And there's also like secret. another female spy kind of one or whatever, because they're getting ready to, get, they're getting ready to, the plan's on track to get out in two weeks, but there's like some snitched woman there, another yeah. great leggy woman there, who kind of like tells the, the you know, the minister or whatever goes, Hey, they're they're getting ready to bail, you know. Yeah. They're get they they took the guy, the the workers out of the spaceship and they're they're getting ready to so you better stop them and of this course means war. Yeah. And of course like you know, our our plucky heroes like you know knock these guys, uh, you know these weak <laughs> weak Martian dudes. They just beat they the just crap kick out them of off. Them. They just they kick just... them off, you know. And then they have like a little bit of trouble where they can't open the hatch at the top. Or whatever. whatever. He, I, the, the woman's trying to do it, and he's like, "Move aside." And then he's like, "Let a man do it." Yeah, <laughs> right. then it works. I was like, oh my God. "Yeah, well, yeah." Uh, there was a lot of fifties tropes in that. You really realize how how. The society has changed so much to now, where where not it for, literally was. Not you for the you, you go make the sandwiches, I'll fix this, and then they fix it. Of course, yeah, you know it was it, better then. Anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, so they uh, they he bring along his girl, his new girlfriend Yowza, in yeah, her. Yeah, so she made the trip, None. and then the counselor, and uh, the end. Time to know. go make some Martian babies. Yeah, there you go. So, it was uh, a fun movie. It was, and and these are the the strain of sci-fi that I like like the most. Um, I love the aliens that they came up with in the fifties, and it was almost always like, well, tell us about atomic power. Like you know, they was atomic power. Ready? They didn't know. They didn't know crap about space travel, so it was always just shenanigans. It was always like this. The the ships were very strange, and they weren't so. I hate to say it, like. Space travel is boring as shit. It's yeah. two people crammed into a yeah, capsule right. with all that crap on them. It's not even fun. It's not no. even interesting. You know, this movie made it fun. <laughs> they make it fun because they're on office chairs and they put on seat belts and they lay in beds to take they off. Got and stuff. cool and like, jackets on. That's what I mean. Like you know, now as soon as we found out how hard it is to really travel in space, space became shitty. You know, so so, so newer, you know, older ones when it was they just didn't know or care. And there was, you know, the movement was made of cheese, and there was rock monsters, and let's have fun. And it was exciting. It was an inte- exciting time for the for the country and for the world, I think, where things were kind of happening for the yeah. better, you know. Yeah. And it was so... Uh, so the movies reflect that. There was uncertainty about nuclear power. There was, there was a lot of hopes and dreams of space travel. So it was just a cool subject and an interesting thing. You know, so 50s and early 60s were just the bee's knees for uh, sci-fi movies. Yeah, and 50s, this one is yeah. is very uh, a, a nice, pleasant surprise because some of them got schlocky, you know. But uh, this one was just great. Yeah, you know, I loved great, it. Yeah. I, I I thought it was the one of the just great entertaining movies. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun. It was a lot more fun than I expected it to be. So I was extremely pleasantly mm-hmm. surprised. So what do you got for this one? I'm gonna give it a nine. I really yeah. like this movie a lot. That's I was I was re- I was gonna say eight and a half, nine in that range. Um, yeah, I liked it a lot. The fun, if you you know, and it just is a great time. So if you love sci-fi, get it on YouTube. If, yeah, get it on YouTube. The, actually, the copy we got off YouTube was gorgeous. 
It wasn't filmed through mud or jello, which is what I'm used to <laughs> on YouTube. So this one, I mean, it was it was a really great cut, a rip of it. I don't know if it's even out there on on. Uh, I have it. It's a DVD. I have. Oh, it's on DVD. Okay, great. So there you go. Go out and see Flight, Flight to, to Mars. Mars from 1951. And we're gonna we're gonna uh, do another trailer break, and we come back. We're gonna hot hop into our hot rods and and race That's right, across. Because the seventies owes me more money. This isn't from the death race. This is d- different. This is post death. Right? <laughs> but let's just say it was pretty close to death. Same race. people. Same everything. Same sound effects. All right, we'll be right back. No Don Steele. Nah, he wasn't the real Don Steele anymore. Why are you going to the airport? Flying somewhere? How'd you guess? Uh, I saw your luggage. Then when I noticed the airline ticket, I put two and two together. Okay, Ramblers, let's get rambling. It's here, two of the most fearless portrayals ever presented on the motion picture screen. Some of the scenes are so powerful that many have fainted. You will witness the actual birth of a baby before your very eyes. Yes, you too will learn facts and truths you never realized existed. You will hear in person Dr. X, noted commentator. Because of the subject of this motion picture, it will play to adults only. You may faint, but you will never forget. Street of Sin and Life Begins. Now showing at the Sheridan Drive-In Theater, Harlem Avenue at 79th Street. It's Sunday, 8 a.m. You awaken and make love like there's no tomorrow. You may be right. The year of the cannibals, when love becomes a joke and murder a good citizen's lawful duty. The year of the cannibals, a year not too far from now. A year in a never world when men and women never touch, never feel, never love on pain of death. The year of the cannibals from American International Pictures and Technicolor. Starring Britt Eklund and Pierre Clemente. Rated GP, all ages admitted. Parental guidance suggested. Go eat a hamburger and choke on a cow dick. Isaac Hayes and Pam Greer. The perfect match to set the screen on fire. Put them together and watch the sparks fly when Truck Turner meets Foxy Brown. Isaac Hayes is Truck Turner, the last of the bounty hunters. You gonna bring him out or do we have to go in and get him? Pam Greer is Foxy Brown, the meanest chick in town. You tell me who you want done and I'll do the hell out of it. When they get it on, the action takes off. Chuck Turner with music by Isaac Hayes. Foxy Brown with music by Willie Hutch. Isaac Hayes and Pam Greer in Chuck Turner and Foxy Brown. Together on one big show. Rated R. Under 17. Not admitted without parent. Uh, excuse me. I think this might be Gatorade or something. I was just looking for some regular water. Water? Yeah. You mean like in the toilet? What for? Uh, no, just to, to, to drink. <laughs> All right, we're back. Oh, yes, we time. are. It's time for... Uh, this is almost like a Cormanized, fully Cormanized movie, oh, yeah. but it's not. Uh, a year after 
Death Race 2000. Your favorite One movie. of my favorite movies, if not the... That my, you watch 200 times, at least. Yes. Do you watch it once a year just for the hell of it? I watch it all the time. Yeah. Okay. It's a great movie. So I love Death Race 2000. This one was made a year later. Same, same people. Everything. Same people. Um, same people made it. Same director. Same writer. Same David Carradine's in it. Um, now Mary. You know, yeah, Mary Warren. She's Warnoff. one of our co-hosts. Yes, Her she is. <laughs> She's one of our co-hosts. She should have been in Flight to Mars. <laughs> like, she would have been a baby, but <laughs> she would have yeah. been the, no. She would have been punching people, and she, she would have been like the evil plays, queen. She would have been the evil queen or something. Yeah, she plays a tough chick. It makes yeah. me think she's probably a pretty tough yeah, chick. Yeah, she's a tough chick. I mean, in life, she'll knock yeah, you out. Yeah, yeah, if you, right. you, know, yeah. you get handy. She's a big girl. Yeah, <laughs> she's a big girl. Is big right. girl, yeah. I've always loved her. Uh, so this one is called Cannonball. From 76. From 1976, a year later. and Directed by Paul Bartel, who directed yep. Death Race 2000. Different writers, though. Oh, and what different writers? Yeah, the, okay. the guy who came up with the concept for Death Race was Abe Melchior, who was a sci-fi writer who did uh, Reptilicus and... Uh, Journey to Seventh Plan and all that. Cool. So that was his concept, but uh, he wasn't involved in this. So hmm. it wasn't as it wasn't as futuristic. This is a more down to earth. This know, is just a straight movie. up. This is filmed in 1976. This is in 1976. Yes, you know? it is. Sure. Um, and it is the this was the one that kind of made the genre of classic race across the country yeah, because Cannonball Run. Uh, Death Race didn't stuff. because it was. <laughs> <laughs> like framed as a sport and it was in the future and it was murdery and really tongue in cheek and yeah, yeah, this yeah, is yeah. this was actually I guess written that reflected a real event a that real happened. event that was happening in the 70s yeah some kind of some a race across the, you know some kind of underground race across the country interesting fact is it still goes on but now it's like it does well huh? but now it's not a race though now it is just a race against time and people that do it kind of announce they're going to do it and then they say their time if you ever see, uh, oh. if you see a show called, uh, no, it's not Garage Monkeys, it's um, Fast and Loud. It's a reality show where Richard Rawlings uh, he restores cars. It's it's a reality show. He's a fairly likable guy. He has a huge tattoo in the middle of his tattoos. He has a huge one on his forearm, and it says, it, it's framed out. It says NY, and then it says um, uh, uh, San Francisco or something. It says, um, and it has. Like thirty nine dot dot fifty nine or something like that. He has it's his time. He did the race. Him and a friend wow. did the race from that spot to that 39 spot. Thirty nine hours, huh? And yeah, that he he claims that he had won it, and it was it was all supported. But then a lot of people um, that are I'll say well to do or have the means to do this try this race, and they end. So not to race against time as opposed to other guys. No, it's other. No, instead of other guys, it's just like. But it's on the honor system. Well, I mean, you'd have otherwise. Why would you do it? Okay. Like, if you're gonna do it and cheat, then what's the point? I mean, I, I mean, I know what you're there's saying. There's no money involved. Yeah, there. there's no money in it. Okay. It's just a bragging rights kind of thing. And and, and usually it's a team of two or three people, probably two because of weight reduction. But and, and then they're they just from California to New York. California to New York, yeah. So so it is still going on. It is a very um, it's a neat concept. It's something fun. I would do it for sure. Um, you know, and. and to be honest, you'd think the times would be better now because we have very fast, very um, different speed fuel, limits. Well, fuel efficient cars, you know, and cars that are very fast. Higher speed yeah. limits. Well, that doesn't really matter if you're going to go across the country. Yeah, yeah. You're yeah, flying, right. but it, so it's an it's a it's an interesting concept. America is very big, and it's one of those things that's kind of very American. And this one was the start of. This is a film that document not documented, but 
took that concept yeah. and fish, fictionalized Exploited it, it. And gave us characters to root for and yeah. funny stuff, you know. So you, you're kind of, um, you, you meet uh, Carradine. Carradine, yeah. You know, he's, just he, got out of jail for like uh, uh, some somebody got killed in in, uh, in an a, accident in a different kind of a car race or accident. It's probably and, a street and race. He got blamed for because he was supposedly drunk or I don't yeah. know or something. So and he's and yeah. he's in bed with his like parole officer. Yeah, or something. yeah, of course. Because Veronica Hamill, beautiful Veronica Hamill from L.A. Law later, I believe. Because he's David he's Carradine. David Carradine. You can get anyone. Yep, him. any woman is is. And Thunder and Lightning, Kate Jackson, you know, yep. you name it. You so, know? so you wake up and there's somebody working on his car. He has a 1970, I want to say it's a 71 Is it a uh, Trans Am. Yeah, Firebird it's a it's a Trans Am. It had the big ovals in it, but it had the bottom spoilers and stuff and like that. And he's Cannonball. So. The car, he's Cannonball. The car's Cannonball. The car's named Cannonball. And, yeah, it's and a famous. It, and his brother, or the guy comes out in front of it, his mechanic, and he's like, ah, I'm just making the car great. And he's like, it's four in the morning. And he's like, oh, you know, whatever. And so it's a little bit of yammering. So he's racer one that we're introduced to. And then as it goes along the opening segments, the the, the first two minutes is literally, here's this jerk and his deal. Here's You're this right. jerk and his deal. Yeah. Like, And there's all these teams. There's a van driven by Mary Warnov that swings around, picks up two waitresses. That's the van with three hot chicks in it. You know, yeah, this right. van's a rockin', don't come a knockin'. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then, then there's the um, a guy in a black Challenger, which is a longer, meaner-looking car. And he is like bad guy he is literally like tough angry his name's redford or no robford something like it that. sounds just like robert redford and yeah, he yeah, kind yeah. of looks a little bit like robert redford so i was like i think they were shooting that angle a little bit but not and is he the, is he the guy that's bringing the country music singer and his yeah. mom to yep. new york or something he gets funded by uh, this jerkwater country That's singer Garrett guy. That's Garrett Graham, who was in Phantom of the Paradise, and he's in a lot of great movies. He's a, he's cheeseballing it up. He's funny. He's funny, and his mom, who's his his agent, and they're gonna be like live broadcasting See, radio shows. He's doing his out songs. of the car. <laughs> this, these sh- these songs are the worst things you've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your ears actually cry tears as they're playing. Yeah, right. So you got that guy. Then you have this family man who's in this big blazer, which is the the worst car you'd ever pick for a race. Uh, and his wife and kids are like, give him a champagne. He's like, he's like, I do this just for you, you know. Yeah, right. And uh, we'll more on that later. And then there's a, a am I missing anybody? There's just a teenage a, couple. The, the teenage couple, just a, a Robert Carradine and his girlfriend. They just want to do it for fun. They're just doing it for fun. They want the money to in, buy a house or something. A house. In on the beach in Hawaii, cause they're surfers, you know. Uh, yeah. And, and, then, and then there's the black guy who 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 who's scared. <laughs> Back in those days, I don't know if they still do it now, but we actually to get to Florida, we actually my parents and I did this. Back then, they had a service. They paid you money. You would drive somebody's car. If they were living in New York, you'd drive it to Florida and bring it to them, and that way you'd use their car to drive down. So that wow. was a real thing, that the real deal that was happening. So that's what the guy did. He just basically said, you know, I'll drive your... They, these couple went to New York. I'll drive your car to New York, and you can pick it up there, yep. you know. It's a big Lincoln Continental. Big Lincoln Continental. It's huge. Yeah, right. So that's he's the other guy. and He's a shyster. And there's yeah. a German guy that comes you Right. Know, over. He's driving like a German... Uh, it's not a Ferrari... Ah, uh, maybe it was an early Ferrari. He, and that was kind of interesting because he was he was a German guy. He's driving this uh, a very a, a sports car. I, I think it was a Ferrari. It must have, must have been an early one. And he was. It was funny because he was constantly talking crap about all the American cars. 
and that is a real thing that lives to this day where you know oh, Italian, talk crap about a, American Italian cars. sports cars are always like oh yeah, yeah, yeah like oh you you drive these pieces of shit you know yeah yeah we're Ferraris everyone talks crap cause, we're Lamborghinis well those are fast cars but yeah. th- speed is speed you know yeah, right. uh, I know a lot of, I take a lot of crap because I have a Honda S2000 and it's a fast car but everyone's like oh Honda they're just lawnmowers and I'm like well this thing does 155 it'll whip your ass yeah right but no one wants to hear that you know and it, it it's just a thing so it was a very, yeah. and the guy was very, um, he looked like a freaking, he had a, he had one of those dock worker hats on, and he's smoking a pipe, and he had like that high, uh, high collared uh, sweater, and he was just like, <coughs> they set him up to be the bad guy, but he was just a German jerk, like a, like a Euro trash kind of guy. Right. From the 70s, you know, not the 80s Euro trash, he was the 70s version. And then there's like the subplot with Dick Miller, who's like the brother of Cannonball, and he's betting all this money to on him to yeah. win. And then Paul Bartello, who's a director, plus he's the actor, the, who's the guy, the the rich guy. He's like his, <laughs> so is he like his, the mob boss or connected with the mob? And he's yeah. like saying, "Hey, you better, this guy better win, or we're gonna kill you, or whatever." Cause, yeah. You know, we're gonna, we got your money on this, you know. You, and he's you, putting bets everywhere. Yeah. And they also put a bomb on the German guy's car. Yeah, because he hires a hit guy, like a goofy hit guy, because he goes, hey, I need my brother to win because I got my life depending on yep. this. Yep, and the German guy had won the year before, so that he was the heavy favorite. Oh, I That was one of the things, part. yeah. Okay. So so it's like, okay, Cannonball's good. He's a good race car. I know he's known for these kind of races, but he hasn't won it. The German guy won it. And in that kind of a race, I could see that car actually being the, the victorious car. But they kind of really played up that it's all about the driver, not the car. Yeah, right. And, yeah. and to some degree it is, you know. But whatever. So now the race is off. Everyone goes through the things. They punt. They they have an actual, like, time clock where yeah, they punch their clock. car. Like, I used to punch at work years ago. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You used one of those before. <laughs> it clanks, and then they take off, and they're going. And, and you put in a little slot There's there. some inept thing where, oh, and it's also framed that this is being documented by a news crew. But it won't be shown till after. It won't be shown till after. And then the cops are kind of in, but they're so inept. It's, it's like an afterthought, like, oh, the cops almost got us, and everyone's gone. They're like, yeehaw. It was a lot of the heat, like yeehaw, and the and the and the Burt Reynolds style of race car driving. Yeah, but Burt Reynolds, Burt Reynolds took what this was and countrified it a little bit and made it a little by about eighty percent. Yeah, by eighty percent. <laughs> yeah, and he jazzed it up a lot. But this was the prototype for yeah, this, what the all movies these things, were. All the gumball rally, cannonball run, you name it. This yep. was the prototype for it. In all of the stereotypical uh, hilarity and all the the overacting and, and this one was fun and one of the things that struck me very very much about these cars because they the good movies well hold on let me try and rethink this nowadays it's all about uh making a car show perfect you mean fast and furious (laughs) well no everything like the cars are perfect and 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 like even like you know they they look like they came off of a trailer they're always getting oh yeah these cars like are real the good older movies like vanishing point and this and like the cars take damage, and they show damage, and they don't care. They only want to keep it running. Cause Realism. Like, like Carradine, Realism. Uh, the, the bad guy threw Carradine's jack out of his trunk so he couldn't change his tires. At one point, he shoots his tire out. David Carradine just takes the car and reverses it up the so- one of those guardrails to lift the back of the car off, Yeah. And which damages everything. Doesn't matter. It's only about the race. They don't care about the car. Make it keep running. So he changes the tire and he drives off. You know, 
and it's not to look pretty. They just they just want to they win. rub each other. They you know they're banging against each other now and again. So it's kind of neat to see that where they just the damage is getting done and they just keep going and going and going. You know, it's so, the drive to win. So at one point, we find out that Carradine's cannonball, but there's another cannonball which was his buddy. Well, his brother. His brother was that, was that his brother? Yeah, the, the other guy or no, no, it wasn't his brother. I think it was his. Best oh, it's friend. just his buddy. His, his, you're his, right. His you're right. His brother's yeah. the guy who's he wants to win the bet. I got a little mixed up with some of this stuff. Even watching it, like he called him like my he's like my brother, but he's not his brother. Yeah, so his buddy he took he basically took the hit for him. Yeah, we find out later. Carradine kept this guy out of jail because of the the girl that got that, killed. Yeah, because of the girl he he just said he in did it and to save him. Because um, he goes, he couldn't have stood stood jail or whatever. Right, where Carradine kicked. But at him. any rate, there's yeah. two cannonballs, two same exact cars yeah, running. This guy, yeah, this guy like pulls up beside him. He's like, "You like my car?" And it's exactly the same. He's dressed the same. He's kind of weird in that he thinks he is this guy. Yeah, he's like his Carradine's like his role, his icon, his yeah. idol or whatever, yeah. you know. So and his best buddy, you know. Right. So. Now, they take, you know, he's following him, and then at some point... Carradine, t- we also have to say, I'm sorry to cut you off, Carradine takes his parole officer with him. Yeah, 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 Because she, yeah. she starts the shenanigans, you can't leave the the state lines, and blah, blah, blah. He just grabs her and throws her in the car, and he's like, well, you're coming with him. Okay. Yeah, you know. right. So, uh, th- so then, you know, they're, they're, they're basically like, uh, everything from now on is shenanigans. You know, it's just like... You know, getting the other racers, getting the other racers. Like the guy in the black challenger, him and Carradine get into it all the time. Yeah. They like he they hates like, them. He hates them. They bump each other. They end up getting into like a fight at a convenience store. And Carradine does his like kung fu kicks. You know, he's like the he really wants to emphasize that he kind of can yeah. kick a little bit. Carradine and, uh, is on the losing end of almost every one of those. He things. does. He, I mean, he that, is, that guy's yeah. that guy's tougher than him. Yeah, kind he, of. He, he's, and he's a bastard. He has a gun. He shoots him. And they he, share up that convenience store, too. <laughs> so now, this is the part where we can't really follow any, like, framework other no, than we're just no. going to talk about scenes because it's impossible it's to even remember of, how this oh, went. Oh, and, and then at some point we find out that the, 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 the family man, basically all he's doing is he's p- picking up his, like, a hottie... You know, Hottie girlfriend Louisa Moritz, you know, and they're just gonna get in a plane. Yeah, no, that, that was like right after they took off from the race. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. goes around the corner, and they load the this blazer into the back of a car. Yeah. Or the back of a of a, of plane. a plane. His girlfriend comes up, and and he he goes, oh look, I got us some champagne that yeah. his family gave yeah, him. Yeah, right. And then they start going. To, they go to a hotel to have the sex. Hotel, you know? hotel. Yeah, and right. The, the plane lands in L.A. and uh no, in New York. they start in New York, and the plane lands there. And then he's just like, oh well, I'm just gonna. Um, they just they just screw around in a hotel for the weekend yeah, until right. they think Wait. it should be time to so, win. Yeah, right. It's so funny. <laughs> so he's like, yeah, I'm gonna win. You know, yeah. don't worry about it. Yeah. His dopey girlfriend or whatever. Like, okay, that's really nice too. Yeah. Right. And you're like, okay, so that was out. The 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 kids are just driving their the the girl's dad's Corvette, which is 1976 Corvette. Nice. Nice people, the kids. Yeah, you know? they they're not even in. They're not. They're just in it to have fun. They're just like how kids would act, being like whatever. Yeah, so they yeah, just say yeah. whatever and they just go. You know, so that they're, they're like the most honest and fun loving group yeah. to follow. You know, the girls are just the what you would expect Crazy out of a girls. band full of girls. You know, and Mary Warnoff is Mary Warnoff. You know, yep. being like because the, the black guy like know? drives up next to her and is like, hey, mama, let me see this. Oh, you want to see something? And she rams him. Off. 
<laughs> road. Like the first interaction they have, he's trying to hit on the girls. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. and she just like pushes him off the road with the van. Like, and then the second time, like one of them takes off her bra, and he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they then they shoot him with like the fire extinguisher. <laughs> <laughs> it's very sophomoric, but that's funny. It's good levity because this does. This 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 does kind of go in and out of seriousness yeah. to goofball. It it's not uneven, but it's I guess it's needed. The levity's needed because if it was an oppressively like just dangerous movie, it would be like, well, this isn't even fun to watch. This isn't fun, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This you're is getting to like characters. This is like okay, we're gonna give you some action. We're gonna give you some laughs. There's no we we have we have a boobless show this week, but that's fine because you know the movies were fun despite it you know we, yeah. got, we have a very leggy show the first <laughs> those those legs they went, still, went they up and made a real mind, real yeah. ass of themselves yeah right but exactly. anyway yeah, but <laughs> but it, it really yes yes, yes. tip your waitress yeah, but, uh, the, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway. and then this is kind of various skirmishes now at one point the cops no Carradine is chasing down the guy in the no it isn't Carradine who the hell's chasing somebody's chasing down the German oh it is the cops the cops go after the the German guy, and he jumps on it, and it, this bomb is set up to go at 165 miles an hour, and his car just gets blown up, and right, so the German yeah. guy's out, and that was kind of like a oh, that, I mean it was kind of weird. You thought somehow they would get shenanigans to get the bomb out of there, but no, he just blew up and died. Uh, and, then, and then and then like there's the, the idiot hitman that like mistakenly tries to go after Carradine and misses. Yep. And Carradine kicks the crap out of him, and then like all of a sudden, Dick oh, Miller. Oh, as a cop, he shows up as a cop, and like, yeah, oh, right. Oh, and he, and he sees the reflection of him getting a gun out, and he just he beats the crap out of that guy. Yeah, he beats the crap out of him, and then like Dick Miller says, "What did you do? You're not supposed to kill my brother. You know, you're supposed to kill he's the like, other guy." There's two Transams, and he's like, "What two Transams? What? Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. So you know, all those, all that's going on, and then it's like it's. It's kind of like a, a convoluted mess, but basically it's just shenanigans all the way yeah. to the end, you know. And Dick Miller, like, you know, gets constantly beat up by the mobs. He's like, "Hey, your brother's losing." You oh, know? I know. They beat the hell out of this guy. Because he, because basically they found out that Carradine crashed and totaled his car. Yeah, because because during right after the comedian store fight, the okay. the damn um the bad guy. Oh, we have to also say, Carradine pulled over when when uh, they had some car trouble and they switched cars. Right. And he gave, and the girl went with his friend Goober. I forget what his, he yeah, had some yeah, wacky yeah. Yeah, nickname wacky like that. Name, yeah. So Goober now has his girlfriend in the, in the matching car. So all this time now, everyone thinks that that's Carradine and his girl, and in, in the cannonball. Yeah. So so now he has his own car. And they also can't figure out, like the other people that are racing can't figure out how how did Carradine pass me and get exactly to get yeah. gas? How is this possible? Like it's mixing it's mixing things up. Pretty interesting twist too, because otherwise you'd be like whatever. So when they go and they get into a fight, um, Redford, uh, Red, the, the bad guy in the Challenger, Redford, I'm calling him, and and Carradine get into a big fight. As you said in the convenience store, the bad guy comes out because he did kick his ass. And he comes out his and, and his he, lights, he kicks right? his lights out. Of, yeah. of this car, which he didn't know was when he came out. So now Carradine's driving the, the, the Trans Am, and it's getting dark out, and he's acting like he's getting tired, which you're like, oh, Carradine, you're not a... Yeah. Your acting range isn't as big as you think it is, but whatever. So he's like, I'm so tired, and he's trying to stay up. And his lights don't go on, but he keeps driving on, and he just crashes. It flips over, and just the car just gets demolished. 
So then you think, oh well, now he lost, even though there's another one going on. But he, right. his car ends up getting towed to a junkyard. Right. And then you see these two guys. One of them is Joe Dante, uh, the, the famous, uh, well-known director, anyway. And they're like, oh man, it's the Cannonball. They're like fans of the they guy. They know this guy. They know his car. Yeah, they're like, hey, uh, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll trade pink slips. Yeah, sign your pink slip over, and I, you can take my car. We got a car in the back here, and he's like, now nah, let's see this thing. And at first, he sees it, and it, what, what kind of car it's was a, it? It's a, it's a, a green, uh, it's a green Ford Mach One, oh, which is Mach a fairly, okay. it's a fairly common car. But then they're like, because well, he kind of like starts making, it, he's like, this is fine he's for getting impressed. chicks, yeah. But, but this isn't gonna win me any races. Yeah, I like and all this stuff, fancy stuff. But when they open the engine, they're it's like, like some well, 600 he's like, but wait, there's more. So they lift it up, and it's a 427 Cobra jet engine in it. They're like. Oh, well, this changed everything, and he's like twenty three skidoo. Yeah. Yeah, they, they go, but remember, if you win, you want you got to mention our car yeah. at the end. We have to we say our paid. name. We want us because they know it'll be they'll be rich then. Yeah, yeah, right, right, yeah. So now, well, another fold in this race. Now he's driving this car that's un, an unknown. You know, yeah. um, Carradine catches up with Red, Redmond. And, and well, Redmond gets sick of the, the, the guy playing couple. country music. He just music. kicks him on the mother too. Just, just throws him to the just side. Just about it. He is a bastard. He, he in this, bastard. this movie, he's like, he's kind of funny at first, but he's one of the most mean people you've seen on film. Like he's very just yeah, hateful yeah. and rotten, yeah. you know. Yeah. So they, so Carradine takes him into this construction. He starts ramming him, and he takes him into a construction area, and they're ramming things. And then that, that's when he Redmond takes a cop's gun and. And they crash into a cop and stuff, and you're like, okay, that's attempted murder on a police officer. Yeah, right. Whatever. He's just, he's just a jackass yeah, or whatever. So Carradine gets away from him, and he's going, and he goes up the a famous overpass, like Blues Brothers used it. I think it was used in Death Race 2000 as well, like that part, that stretch of the California road. It was a, yeah, yeah, right, right. They right. probably used the same permit and just said, yeah, this is still Death Race. Yeah, <laughs> permit, <laughs> permit. So he yeah, slams on his brake, he goes, oh, crap, it wasn't finished yet. There was a massive part that was out. So Carradine goes back down this this ramp, and there's Redmond, and he's coming after him. He's shooting at him, and then he, so he spins it around. Carradine goes, and he he just punches it, and he makes the jump. And then Redmond is is kind of after him, but the the guitar neck that he had broken off from the guy got underneath the the gas pedal, so he couldn't get speed. And, and this Challenger and Redmond just go off and blow up and yeah, die. Yeah, tremendous explosion. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's like nuclear. Or it something. was so crazy. Yeah. Now, now what we so oh now we have the Blazer is still in the in the mix because he's just banging around in a hotel waiting to win. You uh, got the, we have you Carradine. Got we have the the girl, the teenagers. Uh, the teenagers. Which there was a scene where they were like, "Oh, the fan belt's bad," and they they go in and they take a fan belt from another car. Yeah, that was just unnecessary. It was uh, also a little padding there. It's a little bit easier now, but do you know what it's involved in getting a fan belt replaced in one of those cars? Well, I know when you worked on my car that it one was, time, it was a pain in the ass, definitely. It's not three minutes and, oh, look, I got a fan well, belt. Also, they're not like, oh, let's just throw a fan belt on it, but whatever. Well, remember, cars have bigger engine blocks. No, they were way then. harder now. They were, they were way, I thought it was harder now to get them out. It was harder it's harder to, to get to them, but it's easier to get to remove them. Oh. Place them. They were very, it was a pain in the ass. So you, you have know. to take a lot of pieces yeah, out. Yeah, it's just... But whatever. It's suspension of disbelief, you know. It's not that easy. They needed yeah. a fan, but it wasn't that easy. So whatever. But... So they're kind of... At this point now... The, oh, and the Goober and the Proli are in the, in the Trans Am now. So the Hitman... A guy shoots Goober in the head. 
The like, hitman shoots He kills him. And the car flips over, and the girl f- kind of falls out of the car before it flips. Um, and it this and he's dead, and the car explodes. And the, in one of the most, I don't know when I say badly edited or oddest sections, cars just keep running oh, yeah, into this that was mess weird. and blowing up and on fire and blowing up and on fire, and it just kept going. Of, basically, they got a bunch of old junkers, and they said, let's just do a grand explosion. It was, didn't it work, was not, though. It wasn't good. No, it didn't, it it didn't work, but it's You're okay. right. It yeah. wasn't good, no. And then, oh, and, and one of the cars careens off, hits the car that the hitman was under, and it crushes him. So the, the Mustang gets through, and all these explosions are, and Warrenoff gets through gets through because she just because she's a good driver and she's driving this. And the kids van. end up picking up Veronica Hamill and they take her to the hospital yeah. to make sure she's okay. So they're Very like cool. they're like okay, we're, well, we're, who cares about this race? Let's care for Actually, this woman. Actually, earlier on, the 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 country singer Jerky Jerkman broke his guitar. And they actually, the kids actually gave him a, their guitar. Yeah. Gave, oh, we know who you are. We really like your music. Gave him the We're listening to you on the radio. We're racing. Yeah, you know, so we're like, gonna, oh. we can hear your 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 country, you know, your country Your on. country stylings. Yeah, the country stylings. Yeah. So yeah, that car crash, that pileup was kind of lame, but it was just a bunch of old junkers that they just wanted to blow up. So yeah, that must have been it. So now the girl, they take the girl to the hospital, and then the doctor's like, "Well, there's nothing you can do, so just go." And he, he and he goes. Oh, she was like, they were like thinking about quitting the race, and she's like, but we're so close. And he goes up to the doctor, he's like, hey, you got anything that can keep me awake for about yeah, yeah, three right. hours? He's tired, it's yeah. so funny. Yeah, any uppers, man? Yeah, so the doctor <laughs> just gave him some uppers, but then, so he's still driving, they're like, okay, let's just finish it. He's like, we're not going to win, but who cares? Right. So now, they're in New York, there's some New York scenery with race cars and blah, yeah, blah, Yeah, there's a lot of traffic, so they're fighting yep. to get to the end. And the the blazer comes pulling in, we win! And the the ditzy girl goes, oh, I left this champagne on the plane. Wah wah. wah. So they and just, she even makes a face like, oh no. So they disqualified them. Yeah. Uh, you're done. And then Carradine comes ripping in with the green Mach one, and he pulls over, and he his brother's like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, you win, you win, you win, you win, you win. Yeah, right. So they take him. Oh, because also the van with Mary Warnoff gets into an accident in New York, and it's yeah, just like yeah, cars yeah. are everywhere, and that's the end of it. Yeah. So yeah, they yeah. were close, but didn't get there. Carradine's going in, and he's like, uh, and right before he clicks the winning thing, the ticket, the brother goes, "Man, I did. I you don't know how much I've done to get you here to get you to win." And he turns to him, and they also say something about the girl being in the hospital. He's like, yeah. Where, "Where's the girl in the hospital?" He's like, "Who cares?" You know click the ticket he's like no where's this hospital I gotta go see my girlfriend he cares yeah, about the and girl he, and then he says and then he tells him that is, well you know the car crashed and your buddy died or whatever yeah you're, yeah, Goober died and, and what happened and to the girl she was in the hospital and he's like did, what did you do and he goes like just click it I need to win you know, it's a life and death thing yeah it's life and death and he just says you, you jackass and he, he just rips it up yeah he rips up know? the ticket to hell with it and, and, he goes, the, and he goes to the hospital and you're like well that's and the mobsters grab Dick Miller, and that's it for you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're gonna go kill him. <laughs> yeah, and exactly. So lo and behold, spoiler alert: the kids come ripping in with the Corvette, and they're like, hey, "You won!" They were like, yeah. "Oh, what are we like third or something like that?" They're like, "Nope, you win." They're yeah, like, win. "Oh, yeah. happy ending then, all then, around." And then the black guy shows up with the beat the shit <laughs> Lincoln Continental. He goes, <laughs> he the people. Race. He goes, "There you go. Here's your car." The two people are like, "Oh." He literally goes twenty three skidoo and he yeah, just takes right. off. He's like, so the, the the and the girl they have the curler, they are like typical like I guess yeah, New York yeah, right, old couple, couple or something. Yeah, right, you know, it's yeah. very odd. 
So, yeah, because at first when he went to pick up their car, the, the, the guy goes, oh, I'm here to pick up your car. And she's, they're like, oh, okay. And honey, come here. Here's the guy who's going to pick up the car. And they go, yeah, here's the keys. After he leaves, they go, wow, he's one of those. you know. Yeah, and I'm huh. going like, oh, nice. It's yeah. so funny. So it's like it gives them the car. Well, here you go. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I did my job. Yeah. <laughs> just leaves. This so, thing is like, they just demolished. Yeah, they thing. demolished that one, uh, the worst of any of them. Oh, God, um, yeah. So it so the kids win. It's feel good because they were the only actual likable people. I mean, For as the far most as part. as far as like you don't you didn't they hate nice. Warnov, but they were mean. She was she mean, was mean. And, yeah, and yeah, Carradine yeah. was kind of conceited. Not was he was okay. He, yeah, mean, he was a good guy too. Obviously, he, he was the one you you rooted for. And his turn to be more caring than about the race exactly. made him made him uh, ultra hero. Yeah, you know. yeah, right. But and the, the kids, kids were the nice ones. Yeah, they were. They were the ones that you're like, wow, you know, who knew? They weren't in it to, like, you know, be whatever. They just wanted to get a house and have fun, yeah. you know. So. I, I thought going into it, I was like, the Vanna women is going to win. Um, you know what I mean? Like, just, that was like, the, you're like, well, okay. They're the most unlikely, but they're going to use sex and... Uh, it was. It, They're gonna get the cops to do like a open oh up the gosh. traffic and let them go yeah. through or something. So th- there was some of the other shenanigans, but a very fun movie. Um, a lot of the sound effects they used in Death Race, they, they used were in, in this. this one? Uh, the same kind. I know them because I listened to it so yeah, much. Right. Obviously, I knew the sound effects. I was like, oh well, they took that from Death Race. They took that <laughs> from Death Race. But well, of course, you're gonna. That that costs money, man. If you have those sound effects, use them. You know, the engine revving, the the certain. Uh, tones that they're using so you know funny fun movie yeah um cool. at first i was like no oh, this might be good it might suck you know we've seen both sides of that coin yeah with the car stuff but there's you know? so many cool people in that film. you know what if this movie stinks at least you got to see like scorsese in this cheesy Unbelievable. movie stallone stallone is Corman, sitting there just eating chicken on a freaking yeah it's yeah, a KFC yeah. bucket of chicken yeah. and they're in the mobster's house he's just sitting there being stallone eating chicken that wasn't product placement at all though uh, <laughs> At all, not even a lot of KFC there, and Scorsese with this big old beard sitting there, like, yeah, well, you know, yeah, I'm going like, wow, that's funny as crap. I heard him know? talking. I was like, is that Stallone? Yeah, yeah. And because he wasn't, I read about it and before he wasn't I watched credited, the movie. Though. No, he wasn't. St- st- Scorsese was, but not Stallone. Stallone must have been just after Rocky or something. He was doing a favor to the director. Maybe He's probably doing a favor to Bartel because he was in. Well. Stallone was in it, and uh, you know the girl, the the ditzy girl. She was uh, she was in Death Race too. She was Stallone's uh, uh, co-pilot. That's right, that's right. She, I would keep thinking she was. You know, Myra. Yeah. Some Myra. people might think you're cute. Me, I think you're one big baked potato. Yeah, that's right. But I keep... What does that mean, Joe? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Sorry to keep cutting you off. I yeah, can yeah, quote right, that right. movie line for line. Right, so right. Yeah, let's yeah. not do that. Um, yeah, funny. Just, Fun movie. just a, one of those classic, like, hilarious, stupid 70s, no point other than have fun and racing, watch Racing, crashing yeah. cars, punching, fighting, you know, the whole yeah. nine yards. Very yeah. cool. I loved the car. I loved his car. I loved that. Uh, that's 70 through 73 Trans Ams are kind of one of my favorite styles. Yeah, they're cool cars. A little bit longer, big motors, fast as hell. Yeah, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Good stuff. <laughs> All right. How are you going to give this one? I'm going to give it an 8.5. I'm going 7.5, a little bit lower, but not detracting it anyway. It just, you know, it's about a 7.5 for me. All right, that's it for this week. Uh, you got anything else? That's it. We're, yeah, done. we're, we're done. All right, my Lots name's Mal. more movies. With me, as always. Dr. Morbius. And we will see you next week with s'mores shenan- and shenanigans. S'mores and shenanigans. Oh, man, s'mores. Those are the new, uh, new desserts. S'mores yes. and shenanigans. See you next week, everyone. 
like me, that's all. There was a mushroom, sad little mushroom. There was a meadow, ready to cry. There was a sparrow, gray little sparrow. There was an eagle, silent and high. any more like laughing than I do right now. <laughs> 